being quiet is going to cost you. What in the 20s is going on? In the 20s, here? The, 20s. What what in the 20s, baby. What in the 20s is going on? This is the 20s. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Zamam Kize, and this is What's in the Twenties, a podcast where you listen to me grow through its baby. On this episode, I'm going to be speaking about getting loud about what you want and who you are. And um, this one felt like it was calling me a bit, <laughs> calling me a lot, because um, I think a lot of what we're experiencing in the world is like a fear to be perceived a fear of people seeing you and recognizing you and it's like you know what you can do right you know who you are you know what your dreams and your plans and your visions for yourself are but there's always a fear of being exposed right when other people get to take a peek into what that looks like and um i think that fear is attached to fear of failing Because you don't want other people to see you fail if you try. And that even extends further to fear of trying. And that's what holds us back from starting, I think, a lot of the times. Is we want to start this business. We want to start being a content creator. We want to start this venture and all of the rest. But there's that fear of people perceiving you and seeing you and seeing you try. You know, you get so caught up in what this person's going to think or say, especially if it doesn't work out the way that you intended or hoped. So it's this really, there's a shame attached to it. There's a embarrassing, embarrassment, I guess, attached to what other people would think should they see you actually trying. But I've come to believe that I think it's more embarrassing to not try. I think it's more embarrassing to not show all that you can do, all that you know that you can do. It's a lot more embarrassing to yourself that you would hide yourself, hide your talents, your skills, your plans, you know. I think one thing we need to remember is that our success just isn't for us alone. Our success is something that gets to be shared with the people around you or the people who get to perceive it because in many ways it inspires and motivates them too. Your success journey and your road to the things that you want and acquire and all the rest, it's not just about you anymore, you know, even though you're doing it for you, sure. But I don't think we realize the impact us showing up in our lives does, the effect that it does and um, the positive um, impact that it does. You know, I'm thinking about, um, there was this creator speaking about um, Victoria Monet, an artist who just got a Grammy for Best New Artist. And Victoria Monet was speaking about how this has been a 15-year journey, you know. And I was just thinking about that, like, that's actually insane that it takes 15 years for the Recording Academy to be like, okay, this is the best new artist, you know? And sometimes we give up in the beginning or we give up in the middle or we give up just before the breakthrough, right? Because it feels like it's taking so long. It feels like you get so embarrassed. Other people are like watching like, oh, you're still doing this? You're still committed to this? Oh, you're still trying this? And it's tough, right? When you start to see the people around you lose faith in who you are, lose faith in what you can do. The people around you lose faith in your blessing. 
and do not <laughs> do not let other people's fear of your journey or disbelief of your journey influence what you know about yourself don't let it be bigger than your faith in what it, in what what you can be you know don't let other people's projections of their struggle their failures manipulate you or influence you into believing that you can't do it too that you won't make it too because that's really what most of us do all the time is project our own insecurities and fears and all the rest onto other people and be like oh look this person is still out here believing in this dream this person is still out here pushing and doing what if your journey is a 15 year journey a, I'm thinking the same thing for Robin Thicke, like his journey was so long, you know, until he started popping again and all the rest. It's like, you don't even, you don't even know. And that's like the crazy part too, is that if we could see the entire journey in the beginning, most of us probably wouldn't embark on it. If we knew that it was going to take this long, most of us would actually be like, I don't think I'm prepared for it. I don't think I'm trying to, you know, stay in the weights this long you know what i'm saying and then you lose out on the opportunity of your moment because you're not willing to be patient enough to see it through and it's something that i said earlier in a previous um, episode about how don't go back to less because you're too impatient to wait for better and that's what happens right is that we get so freaked out and scared of our dreams we fear our visions and our plans and our goals that it's a lot more comfortable to revert to what we know because at least it's familiar and um, pursuing something without seeing it you know, seeing the results of it and all of that, it's, it's, it's discouraging, you know, especially staying in it. But most of the work is showing up. Most of the work is dedicating yourself to it every day. And I think this thing of like trying to be quiet about what we're doing and all the rest, it can really be very harmful because like no one sees you. How are you trying to be seen when you're not trying to say nothing? Okay, why am I talking like that? Let me... Let me, <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that. Sorry, let me, that was like just double negatives, terrible grammar. Let me start again. Why or how do you expect to be seen if you're not putting in the effort to be seen? If you're not speaking up, if you're not making yourself known, if you're not putting in the work, you know, being in your distant and quiet era and all the rest makes you forgettable, makes you, I guess, I don't want to say disposable, but I mean, it's, you're just not memorable. And because of that, how do you expect people to mention your name in rooms that could present opportunity towards you? You need to be on people's minds so much that they cannot help but ignore and see the work. They cannot help, not cannot help but ignore. It's almost impossible for them to ignore how much work you're putting in. It's almost impossible for them to avoid the fact that like this person, this person is putting in that work. This person is putting in the hours. This person is putting in the effort. This person is showing up. They're consistent. More than anything, I say this all the time, more than my desire to be I guess liked and accepted, I want to be respected. And it's like, I don't really, I don't think it matters enough to me if you like what I do, but I want to do it so well that you can't help but respect my hustle, respect my drive, respect my discipline, respect my commitment. And um, 
I don't necessarily expect you to support me, you know, but I need you to see that like, is that Zama girl? She, she's doing something. And that's what I mean about being loud about what you do and who you are and what you want. Your expectations, you get so disappointed all the time, but you haven't let your expectations be known. And this happens in relationships too. You feel let down. You feel like you're not being met where you where you desire to be met but are you speaking up for yourself you know part of honoring yourself is speaking up for yourself is saying that this is where you're at this is the standard of what you would like and allowing people the space to decide if they can fill that up you know allow instead of building so much contempt let me tell you contempt I was watching a video on the podcast Diary of a CEO and they were speaking about contempt in a relationship, 99.9% that relationship is going to end. Contempt is basically this feeling of this person is not even on my level. You know, basically that idea that you are more valuable or more worthy than the other person, you know, and you look at them with contempt because it's difficult for you to respect them because you don't see you don't see you you and that person on the same standard on the same level operating on the same um playing field and that's what contempt is it's just this thing of like uh (laughs) you can't talk to me like that we're not even the same me and you are not even the same you know and that's what i'm saying is like when you don't when you don't um communicate where you're at, what you want and stuff, you breed a lot of contempt in relationships with people because you start thinking they don't value you and they don't see you and they don't this, that and the rest. You know what I'm saying? And you think, well, how, like, are you crazy? Are you mad? How could you not? Do you not see who I am, what I bring, what I, you know what I'm saying? And it turns into this like big situation that could have been solved or resolved um, with, I guess, an underlining of what are your boundaries? What are your expectations? What are your standards? What are your desires? What do you want? Even in business, right? They say that a lot of the time, women complain about, um, okay, this one's a tricky one, but basically they say that women are less likely to ask for a raise, less likely to go ask for what they deserve compared to their male counterparts. And um, I think it's this fear of, or this feeling of you should be grateful. You should be grateful for what you have. You should be grateful that you're even here. You should, you know, all that, those feelings will guilt trip you into thinking that what you have is enough. It will guilt trip you into thinking that where you are is enough, that the people you're surrounded by, this community is enough. When you know, you know, (laughs) you know what you can do. You know what you deserve. You know the spaces you're meant to occupy. You know the things the life you're meant to live, your like your vision keeps telling you every time you go to bed, you see it, you see it so clear. But there's this need to be humble, right? Aggressively humble about things because of fear of other people seeing you. And it's also this fear of coming across arrogant, right? Being confident about who you are and what you do. You're so afraid that somebody might perceive you as arrogant. And we're trying to stray away from that, right? Like, don't don't be, you know, cocky about what it is you can do because we need to first see you do it. But I guess there needs to be 
a level of confidence that shows that you are investing in you. You are rooting for you and supporting in you. Because I'm telling you, nobody cares about you as much as you should. You know, there is nobody out here thinking, oh my gosh, but we need to make sure Zama is sorted. Oh my gosh, we need to make sure that Zama gets this deal. Zama, like, no one is like <laughs> out here gunning for me like that. I need to gun for me like that. I need to support me like that, push me like that. And that can only happen if I make myself seen, if I make myself perceived, if I make my value known. And if you do not put a value on yourself, other people are going to decide for you what you're worth. Other people are going to decide for you what you deserve. And I'm telling you that feeling will make you mad. That feeling will drive you crazy. And it can either do two things. It can push you to break out of that um, limit, break out of that box, break out of that, and, you know, demand for more. Or it can trap you and manipulate you into believing that that is the truth. That is what you're worth. That is your value. It can literally hold you back into a state of comfortable, comfortability, into a state of maybe this is all there is for me. And I need you to get out of it. <laughs> I need you to be loud about what you know you bring to the table. And this can be in any and every situation, in your working environments, in your academic environments, in your school, I mean, not school, sorry, in your romantic relationships, in your careers and whatever, like really become so equipped with what it is and what you know God has blessed in you, the seeds that you know you're ready to plant and just grow and nurture. And don't underestimate what that journey would look like. Don't overestimate what that journey would look like. You know, in terms of the time, the time frame of when and how it's supposed to happen, in terms of how much work it takes to get, to make sure it happens. You know what I'm saying? And that's really also the truth about the importance of the journey of things. Because if you waste your journey, you're going to miss out on so much. You're going to miss out on way too much that could have made you enjoy your destination even more. And you know what the crazy part is? The truth is there is no final arriving point. Like, there is never enough. There is always a willingness and a desire to um, strive for more. I think it's human nature. It's, you know, also part of what separates us from, you know, I think the animal kingdom and all the rest is like just this, this inherent kind of feeling that we should constantly be evolving and doing more and better and achieving. And yeah, don't, don't be upset with yourself about that. You're just, you're just growing and allow that growth to take place. Allow this journey to be experienced in its wholeness and its fulfillment and all its richness. Even the times where it feels like a low, it's not necessarily like, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're on the wrong path just because you encounter obstacles along the journey. And, you know, being quiet and being in your quiet area, I mean, we, we can speak, you know, make another episode about the importance of privacy. That's not really what I'm trying to... I'm, I'm hoping that I don't get misunderstood here because privacy is key, right? Not everyone's rooting for you the way that you think they are. Not everyone is supporting you the way that you think they are. Not everyone 
is out here um, just celebrating your wins the way that you would hope for them to. And I think in our attempt to be private about our affairs, about what we want, about this and the rest, we might have gone too far to believe that we shouldn't even, you know, put out, as I said, it shouldn't even be perceived because you're trying to protect yourself. You're trying to protect your dreams, protect your hopes, your goals, that you don't even know how to speak up about what you want. You know, I guess it's that that fear of pursuing it. Someone's going to come in between it. Someone's going to wish bad upon it someone's gonna you know what i'm saying all these forces it feels like they're going to be acting against you so you would rather not pursue it at all because you're protecting yourself it's this idea that those who are more private and mysterious um get to live a more richer life and you know i think we can yeah we'll we'll unpack that a lot more as to the importance of privacy but just the thin line you know because you do need to be loud nobody ever got to where they are by being quiet. I'll tell you that for free. You know, nobody ever got through doors, got through gates and all the rest by just minding their business and keeping quiet. You got to be in your lane. You got to be focused. You got to be so sure of what your value is that other people can't deny it. You got to be willing to create a portfolio, not necessarily a physical one, but like just evidence of how good what you bring to the table is and that's what i mean about being loud is like create this credibility with yourself that other people get to see it too you know and witness in that too and it just creates as i said your success is not yours alone you know now more and more people want to invest it's even crazier because the more you invest in yourself the more other people want to invest in you you know the more other people see you and go i want to put money into this person i want to put time into this person i want to put effort into this person because they see what you're doing for you and it inspires them it actually does something in them that they cannot help but feel pulled towards you they feel like they're gravitating towards your energy your power your life your um, discipline like they want some of that and they want to contribute to that guys this thing is crazy I'm not even lying to you I've seen it in my own life how people see my dreams for what it is that they want to pour into it they want to grow it they want to nurture it and that could only happen by me being obsessed with what it is that I wanted, me being crazy about what it is that I wanted, me being loud, me having the audacity for what it is that I wanted. And, you know, you can check out the episode of having the audacity, but some people are living your dream life because they simply have the audacity to do it. Some people are getting things done because they have the audacity to ask for it, to say it, to demand for it. And, um, you know, it's it's really okay. <laughs> it's okay for you to actually say, like, I've had enough of this. I'm now putting myself out there. And be okay with failing. You need you know, We need to get really comfortable with failing. Um, I've had so many no's. And the truth is, people only really see you in your yeses, right? When you're living in the yeses. And sometimes 
certain yeses aren't even big enough for other people to celebrate but that's none of your business you know how other people choose to celebrate or ignore you and all the rest that's none of your business you're focused on your grind on your journey in your lane stay in your damn lane if there's anything i can tell you because looking around comparing comparing will slow you down you cannot compare your day one to someone's day 30 someone's day 100 and something you know what i'm saying you're gonna you're gonna go mad you're gonna go crazy you know and it's gonna always make you feel like you're not doing enough it's going to always make you feel inadequate it's always gonna oh sorry my voice is just whoa <clears throat> excuse me but it's it's like learning the balance right to be inspired by the people around you to be inspired by your peers to be inspired by your colleagues and all the rest but not to compare you know figure out how you can be the best in your lane how you can do more in your vision your goal because we don't want the same things you know we don't want we don't desire the same things it might look similar but the feeling and the fulfillment and all the rest is not the same i will tell you that for free the things that are on our paths, on our purpose and journeys, they all are unique to you. And I think sometimes we forget just how unique we are as human beings, as individuals. We forget the miracle it is that you are alive, that you are here, that you are you, that there is nobody in the world who has the same DNA as you. And it's just like learning how to really hone in on who you are hone in on your skills, on your dreams, on your desires, and know that there's something unique and different and special that you bring to the table. And trying to mimic what other people are doing is not going to help. It's not going to help in terms of longevity. It's not going to help in terms of sustenance and all the rest. It's just going to maybe, you know, get you to be one of the rest, but not one of one. And I think that's what we need to be pushing more of is how can I be authentic in my pursuit of what I want? How can I present myself that there's almost, that it's almost difficult for someone to find another you, you know, to, to replace you, that somebody wants you so bad because they know they're not going to find it elsewhere, that there is something so special that you bring to the table. And that really is just your own character, who you are and you know, allow that to grow and flourish. And maybe that's the 15-year journey, is learning what is it that's different about you? What is it that's special about you that you bring into the world, that you bring into spaces? You might not find it today, tomorrow, the next day, but give it time. Explore things, do things, fail over and over and over. Every failure brings you closer to where you're meant to be. I, I truly believe so because I feel like it just keeps directing you and redirecting you and helping you pivot into where it is you're meant to be. And so enjoy that process. Really embrace all of it. You know, embrace when things don't necessarily go your way because it could have been protection. It could have been a way of just guiding you into what was meant for you, you know. And so don't be upset. Don't be, I mean, you can be upset. It's a natural human emotion, sorry. But I mean, don't necessarily take that as information that you're in the in the wrong place when you know what's been placed on your heart and um like keep the focus i keep saying this keep the focus keep the discipline keep the intention with what you do and 
be perceived, be known, speak up, let them know, let them know you're trying to do this. <laughs> you're trying to be an artist, you're trying to be a writer, you're trying to be a musician, you're trying to be a this and that. Like, yeah, you know, be embarrassed, let them, you know, I don't think it's embarrassing that you're going after your dreams, you're going after your desires, like, you know, um, let other people doubt you, that's fine. You know, I think that was also quite difficult for me, seeing the people I was close to doubt me, seeing the people I valued question me and understanding that this is this is okay because more than anything it inspires me. <laughs> oh, ego. <laughs> I feel like it inspires my ego to um just do a real thing. <laughs> when I when I see and understand that like, oh, okay, you don't think I can do it, bit, you know, but I guess it's different for everybody. But I guess for me, you know, I don't necessarily think ego is all the time bad. I think ego sometimes pushes you even further. I think ego brings out something in you that's like your pushes your limits and your boundaries of what you thought you can do and you're like you know what just give me a second let me show you something and allow that you know um but also a balance right know when it's time for more soul less ego surrender your ego to certain situations it's not all about you surrender your pride to certain situations i think also knowing the timing for when certain things are allowed to happen, knowing the spaces for when, you know, you can entertain certain things. That's that's a discipline in itself too. And a skill that I think is it's effective to learn and know. But yeah, my lesson today or my message today is really just get out of your quiet era. Like, stop it. You're holding you back. You're holding you. You're getting in your own way. And um, put yourself out there. Let them know. One, one thing that I struggle with is, I guess, market, like, I was about to say selling myself. How do I say? Yeah, but like marketing myself, you know. Um, I always felt like I just wanted my work to speak for me. It's very difficult for me to advertise myself, like what I do in this and that. And it's a skill that I'm still learning how to do because I'm realizing if you don't know how to do it, who's going to see you? You can be coming out with like the best work and all the rest. But if, you know, if you don't know how to um, sell yourself, you know, the like the product doesn't matter, right? If you don't know how to market yourself, the product or the service you're providing, you know, who's going to come and um, be a part of that? And just learning that you should you should um, just bet on yourself more, back yourself more and speak with that conviction um, into rooms and spaces with that conviction and that understanding. Because I think even more so, it's like we see this all the time, even in high school and stuff. It's those people with the most confidence and conviction that really get noticed, regardless of how good their work ethic is compared to the next student or the next person, whatever, how good their product is. But because they come in to a space and they're able to command the atmosphere, the room, the presence, you know, having presence is so, so beautiful. And it's just like knowing how to do that, knowing when to take up space, when it's your time to, you know, present yourself. I think those are important, important factors and skills to learn in your life. And I think this year I would like us to be more, um, just more loud about where we're at, what we want, what we deserve. And um, yeah, I mean, being humble is is good, sure. But, and being modest, like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But um, it can only take you so far. Like it's time, it's time, <laughs> it's time to be seen. As always, I'm sending my love. Goodbye. This is 20s.